0: You know what this sound means. No, not somebody's at the door. Who is it? No, that's the plastic tower beef. It is time to beef. Clones, not all beef jerky is the same. Old Trapper's original old-fashioned teriyaki hot and spicy and peppered all come in four-ounce bags. That way you can sample different flavors and find the best one for you. ask for Old Trapper by name because nor the jerky compares. Old Trapper, what is your beef? I laid it out. Let's do it. Sometimes we actually get to the bottom of the hour with beefs. There's a lot of unhappy people in the world. Once a week, you're allowed to come up in here and express that unhappiness. Otherwise, much like we talked about earlier today when Marcus Williams came on, I would suggest you take that frown and you turn it upside down. Not here. Frown all you want. Beef all you want. Complain all you want. I'm here for it. We do it once a week. Let's get it going. I'm going to start actually this time with some written beefs. We've been starting the last several weeks with collar beefs. This one says, hey, Jim, my beef is with people who wear their hair in man buns, male or female. Also, people who wear their pajama bottoms out in public, male or female. You all look like a bunch of lazy tools. That's two for me. Boom. Out of here. It's two for me. John in Salt Lake City. Dear Jim, my beef is with my wife for constantly going Brandon Staley on me for recommending that we wrestle anytime our five-year-old is out of the house napping, watching cartoons, etc. Thanks, Paul and Albany. Unwar, you can stop asking that question. You can stop asking that question. Good job, Paul. Shaquille Rome my beef. Is with people who call a restroom, or who call the bathroom a restroom. Restroom? I'm in here fighting for my life. Signed, Elvis. V in the fee. It's bathroom smack, V. You know better. It's not restroom smack. It's bathroom smack. It's toilet humor. And then what happens? Hey, Jim, I have a beef with scented toilet paper. I don't need to wipe my ass with dryer sheets. You can't put lipstick on a pig. Thanks, Bert in the City of Salt. What do you not understand about no bathroom beefs? Hey, Rome, my beef is with callers who correct the host. A year ago, you read an email from someone named Keith. During the beef segment. Then you read my beef and also called me Keith, even though that's not my name. But guess what? My name is now Keith. Whatever Jim calls you, that's your name. So just get to your topic. Alvi. continue to run anyone who does not comply. P.S. My wife and I are expecting a baby boy in March, and we may name him Keith. After me, of course. Signed, Keith in Idaho that a boy that guy gets it jimmy my beef is with my dog no matter how many times i shock the little guy he still runs past the driveway war more voltage war two dog collars lol ouch dude sammy h-town My old man did that once. He put up a hot wire around. We had we had this little bridge going to the front door. Rome story time. We had a little bridge, little concrete bridge with decorative stone going into our front door in the 818. And beneath this little bridge was a little pond with a bunch of koi. And the koi were pretty expensive, apparently. Because one day I go out there, and the old man is hot wiring it. He's setting it up himself. So... Whatever critter was getting in there to get his koi was going to get a little surprise. So one day, one of my boys comes over. It's Friday night, and he's drinking a can of Budweiser, and he drops the can in the water, and he reaches over to get it and got electrocuted. I'm like, yo, pop. Man, that's embarrassing. One of my boys just got shocked. He's like, yeah, and? I'm like, what do you mean, Ann? I'm like, you can you turn that thing off, maybe, or undo it? He's like, your boy shouldn't have been drinking beer outside our pond. He got what he deserved. Boston Jade just getting nice. Anyway, I haven't thought about that since then, Sammy. Hey, Rome, my beef is college football fans whining when their coach leaves for a better opportunity. Your former coach couldn't go to a bigger or better paying job if they weren't successful at your school. Be thankful they left your football program better than when they got there. Good luck, Jay Smith. Go beeves. It's interesting. He is a good coach. Really good coach. Post Morome. My beef is with the 10-year-olds that I teach. Listen, you morons. Lunch was literally five minutes ago. Why do you have to use the bathroom during class when you just had a 30-minute break? You're a moron. Signed, Tree. From the City of Trees. Cujo is in. My beef is that the 70-year-old man guarding the grocery store exit, holding you up for five minutes while they pretend to proof-check your receipt for mistakes after you just did their job at the self-checkout line. Hashtag, what's your beef? Romy, I have a beef with morons who answer every question with, yeah, no. It can't be both. So which is it, idiot? Stop wasting my time. Tim, in Appleton, at Wooden Laconic, my beef is with hummus. It's everywhere. At happy hour, family dinners, My wife even breaks it out during football. I have no need for it. Get this crap out of here. Hashtag what's your beef? JPR, I have a beef. With Thanksgiving and Christmas being so close together, it doesn't make any sense. So we get together and we pig out with a bunch of people that we don't see or speak to for the rest of the year. Then a month later, we do the same exact thing, only this time we empty the bank on a bunch of crap for the same people. This is stupid. This is stupid. Jeff CNNC, he's not wrong. Jim, my beef is with three straight weeks of beefs about the traffic in L.A. You all live in perfect weather for 330 days out of the year. Stop whining about it taking 15 minutes longer to get to work. They tell him, actually, to be fair, and I'm an LA native, it's not 15 minutes. It's like 15 hours. You're right. We have a lot of good things here, but it's not 15 minutes. Van Sizzle, I got a beef with ugly, rich people who try to correct nature's will with plastic surgery. Hey, Rockefeller, there's not enough scalpels, plastic, and cocaine to make you presentable. Andy from Denver, war making ears, the commissioner of the ugly family. For life. Dude, I don't know what ugly family you speak of. There's not one here in the jungle. If you want to go off on your own platform and create the ugly family and make him the patriarch, you go right ahead. But don't act like you could just slide that in like that's an established thing or a fact. It's not. There is no ugly family. Not here. James P., my beef is with the coward Cowards. that's afraid of man buns. I love it when we get reaction to earlier beefs. My beef is with the coward that is afraid of man buns. Take it easy, dog. Let me introduce you to chewing the hell out. Man buns pull birds, man. Granite, South Carolina. Hey, Rome, my beef is with simps who have nothing better to do than worry about other people's hairstyles. How about worry about your own damn hair or lack thereof? And I'll do whatever the hell I want with mine. Regards Scott and Crabchester. Well, wow, Man Bun Nation is coming. They're in, they're coming in hot. Van Smack, my beef is with clones. Who do not abstain from bathroom humor beefs. So, clones, please let's be the better man. J. Stewdrop puts in there. And stick with <laughs> Jardian's Lady, Mark Davis' appearance, and Rat Family beefs. Bo in the OBC. Hey, Jim, my beef is with Fox for not having any turkey legs for Jordan Love. Or we saw in Gary on Thanksgiving, the day that all the networks were honoring John Madden. On the network that John started the whole turducken. How can you not have anything for these players? Not only that, but we had to suffer that awful halftime show. Darren and Green Bay. War Fox for that whole debacle. All right, let's go to the phones. We start in Charleston, Cameron. What's your beef, what's Cameron?
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Good, dude.
1: Uh, all right, so here's my beef. I'll lay it out for you here. So you're ah! a good
0: call. any day, Cameron. No. Like Anytime, Cameron. Not a very good Alvy's got a quick trigger today. Maybe faster than ever, but even I can't argue with that. You had the awkward, he's not there when I go to him. Then he has the, he's got to gather himself and say, All right, here's how it is. Here's my beef. Dude, just get to the beef. Get to the beef. You don't even have to acknowledge me. You can be like Methleen and just go right to it. When I say to you, Hey, caller in town, insert town, what's your beef? Say, hey, Rome, my beef is, it's seamless, it's easy, 1-800-636-8686. We go to Indy, Craig. Good to have you, Craig. What's your beef?
1: Thanks, Jim. My beef is uh, Barrett's Tony Romo and all the football announcers who constantly refer to a quarterback using their legs when they mean the quarterback is running the ball. Uh, I got
0: you. We, we don't. Sorry, you said out. You can't keep talking after out. Out means out. So then you have another awkward moment. He says, I've got a problem with broadcasters talking about quarterbacks using their legs when they mean the quarterback is running. Out. And then he starts talking again. Out means out. 1-800-636. Outro. Outro means outro. Hit me up. We are rolling telephone calls. Once again, one eight hundred six 636 Let's go to Michigan, Jack. Good to have you. Jack, what's your beef?
1: My beef is with Dr. Rick. Apparently his only job is to keep us from turning into our parents. Hey, Dr. Rick, I bet you went to class about as often
0: as a Kentucky point guard to get that degree. I have, happen to love and admire my parents. So why don't you look for a real job? And in the meantime, keep my parents' names out your mouth, you kook. That was kind of odd. Whoever Dr. Rick is. Hey, Dr. Rick, whoever you are, Jack in Michigan has got a bone to pick with you. Keep his parents out your mouth, you kook, whoever you are. Is it about that insurance commercial? About not being your parents or I don't know. Anyway, the callers are not keeping up with the written beefers today, but I'm not giving up on them yet because generally all it takes is one good call to set the thing off and get it back on track. Let's try it again. Go to my dude in Alaska, Matt in Alaska, Matt, what's your beef? Jimmy, what's going on, my man? What's up, dude? My beef
1: today, since we're in the dark season up here in Alaska, is this bag that feels the need to have a light bar, the width of his vehicle, that illuminates the road so much that it renders me blind because he's blind and needs it to drive at night. If you need the damn light bar to see at night, maybe you should just stay off the road, man. War, baby Keith becoming a reality, and us clones starting a GoFundMe to send him to college. That's all I got, Jimmy. I'm out.
0: Nice job. Matt, Matt in Alaska. I like that. I knew I could count on Matt in Alaska. I've always loved that the jungle is in Alaska. That's one of my favorite, favorite affiliates. That's not to say anything bad about the other 200 affiliates, but I love that we're in Alaska. I've never been. Always wanted to go. That's a bucket list. I don't have a bucket list. I just started it. Go to Alaska. I now have one item on my bucket list. Let's go to Pomona. That's the second place I want to go to on my bucket list. I'm going to go to Alaska, and then I'm going to go to Pomona. Pomona probably first. It's closer. Actually, that's not true. I've been to Pomona. Anthony, what is your beef?
1: Hey, Jimmy. My beef is with these jackasses on the freeway who will not let me merge. I speed up, they speed up. I slow down, they slow down. We're not going to the same place. And hell, even if we are, I'll let you go in front of me. Let me merge, okay? Unwar ozempic butt and unwar cartoon is we'll not way.
0: I think we've covered this already, haven't we? You let them in. You don't let them in. I actually had one guy do that to me today. And again, when I come to work in the morning, there's not that many cars on the freeway. And I'm trying to get on. And homeboy is just not letting me in. It's pretty clear to me that because he's not moving over, he's either just a jerk or he's going to get off at the next off ramp. But dude, I mean, why do you got to box me out like that? He took this angle on me too. I'm like, I'm, now I'm in a bad mood. It's way too early to be in a bad mood. I'm not awake enough to even be in a bad mood. Share the road, brah. Share the road. I'm traveling at a good rate. I'm not going to make you later. Share the road. Either... Either blow through so I can merge over or slow down. But don't box me out like that. Like, that's personal. I'm sorry my car is nicer than yours, bro. Why are you doing that? There's like a near road rage one mile from Starbucks. All I was doing... See, dude, you got me doing it now. All I was doing was trying to get on the freeway to get to work. And I almost took your off-ramp because you wouldn't let me on. one 800 636-8686. 636 8686. Let's go to San Luis Obispo. Mike in SLO. Mike, what's your beef?
1: I'm really sick of women who end their sentences with A. I need to get some gas. Uh, let's go get some food. Uh, learn how to speak the English language. It's not cute. It's not fresh. And I hate you. Have a great day, Jim.
0: You too, Micah. Mike, ah. <laughs> wow, what a weird day on the phone calls. Uh, I'm going to keep trying. I'm not giving up on you clones. We only do it once a week. If we're going to get weird, let's get weird. Let's go let's to Buffalo. Margot in Buffalo. Margot, what's your beef?
1: Hey, Rome, uh, my beef is while shopping online for a specific item, all of a sudden this company starts putting up fear loss banners like last chance almost sold out hello what they don't know is i'm a build fan i'm used to fear loss
0: thanks margo thank you for nothing at all wow these calls are terrible they just are keep calling weaklings hello do better Keep calling, Weekly. My beef is with my wife, expecting gifts for our dating anniversary and wedding anniversary. We've been married 15 years. Our dating anniversary doesn't count anymore. JP in Riverside, Ward Dallas tonight. Yeah, but what will they cover? Hit us up via the X or email or the phone calls. Let's go to Houston. John in Houston. Good to have you, John. What's your beef?
1: Hey, Jim. Another traffic one. Sorry about that. But what's these people that come up to a four-way stop or a two-way stop, and they're first, and you come up to stop, and they're going to sit there and wait to make sure you're not going to run through the stop sign or run into them? So I just go ahead and go, and they can sit there and wait. Thank you, Jim.
0: I got you. Thank you, John. One eight hundred six three six eight six eight six. Yeah, there is an etiquette and a protocol. It's not that hard. The whole intersection game. The intersection game is not that hard. The one who gets there first gets to go. And then the one who gets to who comes in after that gets to go next. That's why I'm always amazed when you come by a complete wreck at the intersection. Like they don't understand the rules of engagement. They don't understand the rules of the intersection. You take turns. Let's see here. I'm looking at my choices. Let's go to Louisville. Mike in Louisville. Hey, Mike, what's your beef?
1: AJ, my beef is with smokers, and it's not because they smoke. It's because of what they do when they're done smoking with the stupid little cigarette butts. You can't walk it because you see them on the parking lot. You see them in the sidewalks, golf carts. Everywhere you go, there's cigarette butts. Look, you want to smoke? And you want to check out of this world with the old black lung? Be my guest, but pick up your freaking trash, you bums. Out.
0: No bum, smack, brah. You have no problem with smokers and any other aspect of it other than they leave their cigarette butts around. I mean, that's part of it. If you want to check out of this world with your black lung, go ahead, but throw your butts away, you bums. The beef segment, Old Trapper. There's peppered, there's teriyaki, there's hot and spicy. It's incredible. That sound you hear is me knocking on the enormous plastic tower of beef. Let's go to Boise. Ty in Boise. feel like this is not your first time, Ty. What's your beef, dude?
1: Hey, Romy, my beef is when the gum-murdering assassin D-bag spits their gum on the ground instead of just waiting for a trash can. Because they're, you know, not like, they're everywhere. So just find a trash can, throw your gum in the trash can so I don't have to step in it unknowingly and track it everywhere. I'm out.
0: It's a great point. It's so basic. I'm surprised we have not heard that more often. It's so true, right? Right. I mean, I don't even care what it does to you. Swallow your gum first. Or just wait for a trash can. There's one that's not that far away. You imagine, I'm not even saying like, it's my David August kicks that I'm worried about. I'm worried about any shoe whatsoever. Slides, business shoes, sneaks, anything, man. Is there anything worse than stepping in gum? And I guarantee the a-hole that did it is laughing his ass off somewhere. Like, yeah, nail that guy. It all comes around, man. Trust me, it all comes around. If you spit your gum out just so somebody else can step in it, trust me, some dog's gonna take a dump and you'll step in that and you'll slide and you'll break your ankle. Man, spit... Put your gum in the trash can. Let's go to Birmingham. Clint. Hey, Clint, what's your beef?
1: Hey, Jim, my beef is with the Transfer Portal social media post. It seems like these guys... I think there must be like a template on Google Docs, because here's how every social media post for the transfer portal goes. I have been playing at insert school. I am now transferring to, I have enjoyed my time at insert school. And then they all use the same phrase, with that being said. I mean, can we not come up with something more original? It was bad enough that after LeBron left that we always had to hear, I'm taking my talents too. But now after every single one, it's always with that being said. Let's come up with something a little bit more original.
0: Nice job, dude. Normally I would say, keep it tight. Get in, get out, keep moving. But I like that. Well done. He actually turned a beef into an actual sports take. There's a lot of that. I've got thoughts. You see Matt Rule say that if you want to get a really good quarterback in the portal, it's going to cost you seven figures. And maybe more than that. He laid it out there. He goes, I want you all to know how it is. This is how it is. If you want a good quarterback in the portal, it's going to cost you a million bucks or more. Which I thought was interesting. And don't be coming at the players for trying to get their seven figures. You would too. Who wouldn't? Trying to keep this thing alive. We're almost there. We're almost there. We're not quite there. Let's go to Portland. Jason in Portland. Appreciate the call. What's your beef?
1: Hey, Romy. My beef is for standing in the gas station i'm trying to get gas for my rig so i can put food on the table for my family of seven and the guy's 350 pounds in front of me looking at the hot food through the glass is that a chimichanga is that a oh, is that a golden corn dog right there is that all all chicken corn dog well, i haven't had one of those do yourself a favor Do your GI doctor a favor. Go grab a breakfast bar and a vitamin water so I can put some gas in my rig to get out on the road. All right? Peace. I'm out.
0: Peace, dude. Well done. (laughs) That made me laugh. (laughs) Is that a chimichanga? Is that a hot dog that's been rolling on that that rotisserie for 24 hours? Whoa, is that a golden hot dog? Go get a breakfast bar of vitamin water so I can fuel up my rig and go back to work and put food on my table. Let's go to Sacramento. No, no, check that. Let's go to Sactown. Ryan in Sactown, getting in before it's too late. Oh, ho, 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 Ryan, what's your beef?
1: Oh, Jimmy. Uh, my beef is actually with Costco in that hidden dirty tourniquet that they wrap around their roasted birds, that thing's harder to get off than JPP and Stevie Wonder and a handicap match against a bra strap.
0: <laughs> hey, Alan, are you trying to decode what he just said
1: before you ah, run him? That's not a good call. No. You don't like that call. I don't like that call.
0: Not a very good call. Like, like Alvy's had this quick trigger all day long. And you're just letting that kind of float out there in the ether. Oh,
1: Johnny Boy and-
0: <laughs> Oh, ho, ho, Ryan and Sacktown. Oh, Johnny boy. Ryan and Sacktown. <laughs> do we have time for one more? I think we do. I don't I'm not walking off on that, I'll tell you that. Let's go to Idaho, Tony. Tony, what's your beef? Hey.
1: Hey Jim. Real quick. I'm sick and tired of everybody saying thank you so much all the time. It started out slow. Now it's rampant. Everybody's feeding off each other. I can't take it anymore. What happened? Thanks Thanks a lot. I am out.
0: Thank you so much, Tony, for making that phone call. (laughs) Because it started off slow, and now it's rampant, and everybody's doing it. I got a beef with thank you so much, guy. I got a bigger beef with people who don't say thank you. All right, Tommy, are we done? Or you got one more? Now we're done. Now I'm done. I would tell you good job, but it really wasn't. You know, the the amazing thing is, after all of that, every line is still lit. Like, I could do this thing for three hours every single day. I could. I could. I won't, but I could. All right, that's the beef segment. My thanks to my pals at Old Trapper. They did their job. We did our job. Alvy, you're not. Alvy is going to break with Stevie. All right. I'll play along. When we come back, it's going to be a short segment like it always is after that. I want to remind you, Devin McCourty is my interview for episode 291 of the Jim Rohn podcast. I may actually play some of that. He's that good. What a class act. So impressed with him. Always impressed with he and Jason, but he showed up huge For the pod yesterday. I'll reset that for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jim Rome Show. For the ones who get it done, Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call or click ranger.com or stop on by. All right, that was the beef segment. That's about all I can say about that. That was the beef segment. We'll try it again next Thursday. Sometimes it's, you know, for a long time, it was always great. Sometimes completely next level and incredible. But every once in a while, you throw in a clunker. It's kind of like horse racing. Every once in a while, they just throw in a clunker or they bounce. Bounce is the term that's used to describe a horse that rants best race, and then there's the inevitable bounce, meaning they don't run well the next time out. Thanks, Albie. That's incredible. How did you even know? How do you ever know, Alan? Hey! He had no way of knowing I would just throw that out there, and all of a sudden he's got the song to back it up. Thank you, Alan. Incredible. Thank you, Alan. All right, so we'll come back. And we'll have one last segment. Let me reset the whole thing. It's kind of like playing pool. Let me just re-rack. Let me reset. Rack. Rack this thing up. One last segment. Do what you want. I may talk talk about the portal. I may talk about Devin McCourty. I reserve the right to hit either one or both of those topics. If all of a sudden, miraculously, we have good phone calls, then I've got no problem rolling those. But what I do need to do right here is get you a sports update. So here it is. Here is Rich Ackerman. So wouldn't you think that having just done what I did, I would know better than to take another phone call. But let's take another phone call. Last segment. Good to have you. Let's go to Clearwater, Mike. Nice to have you on the show. Mike, how are you?
1: Jim, what's up, man? I'm a long-suffering Magic fan. I just want to say thanks a lot for having Jamal Mosley on. and I'm pretty hyped on the, uh, the, the young team that we got. You know, it's been a long time since we've been relevant with the Dwight Mayer era. And uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty stoked. I hope they keep it together and don't do any drastic moves as far as like make a trade or try to shuffle the deck. I hope they just stay the course. You know, I they're probably going to have some lulls and you know little bumps in the road, but I really like the coach. I really like the young core, and I think we finally have a future on our hands, man. Thanks a lot, bro. Have a great day. Yeah, you you
0: too, Mike. I appreciate that phone call very much. No, you're right, and I think that the things that you have concerns about, they were actually addressed by. Jamal Mosley, he said, we know we're a young team. We take this one day at a time. We know they're going to be bumps. We know. I said, well, what's it like when you've got three guys, a core of three guys, really talented guys, and they're all 22 and under, and they're still a couple of years out before they even hit their prime. What's that like as a head coach? He said, we know. We know that we have to build this thing the right way one day at a time, and continuity so I, I love what I'm seeing from this team. I love the way they play. I love the chemistry. I mentioned during the interview, and if you're a Orlando Magic fan, you know this. They got so busted up last year. And physically, they had so many problems early on. And they lost 20, 25 games. And I'm like, man, a young team like that could go right into the tank. And they could give up on that year and get nothing out of it. But that's not what they did. They just kept grinding and they kept fighting. And they didn't blink. And I think that really is helping them this year because they've got that chemistry. Good team. Good coach. I love the way they're building it. I think if they stay the course, the good days will be returning to the Orlando Magic once again. All right. So it's Thursday, which means, among other things, we pushed out another awesome Jim Rohn podcast yesterday. And it was a great conversation. I hope you can track it all down in its entirety. But let me reset part of this. Let me just give you a taste of this because... We had a chance to chop it up with a three-time Super Bowl champ, a three-time All-Pro, a huge piece to one of the great dynasties in all sports. When you have that opportunity, you run with it, and that's exactly what we had. Devin McCourty joined me, longtime Patriot safety, stretching it out for Ep 291 of the Jr Pod. You can find him now crushing it in the broadcast world. He's on NBC Sports Football Night in America. He's also on Westwood One calling games. In fact, he. And his brother Jason actually called the NFL's first ever Black Friday game with the legend that is Ian Eagle. So, of course, I had to ask him, blowout aside, what was it like to work that game with your bro and Ian Eagle for an NFL first?
1: Steps up, Boyle buying time. He's going to throw the deep one to the right side. It is intercepted at the one, and Miami is running with it. The run to the near side, and there's still room at the 45, trying to cut it up to the 35, to the 30, working his way to the near side, and this is going to go all the way for the touchdown. It's Holland. Javon Holland takes it the distance. What a turn of events. The
0: Jets are just looking for a- My bad. I was going to suggest that we talk about what it was like for them to come together and work that broadcast together, and he did talk about that. Look for that on the podcast. That right there, though, of course was the fail Mary, the hell Mary, whatever you want to call it. If that does not sum up the 2023 New York Jets, hell, if that does not sum up the Jets as a franchise, I don't know what does. I mean, that right there goes right up there with the butt fumble. So I asked my dude, Devin, what was going on in your head when you saw that happen right in front of you?
1: Our our producer, we call him Snake, he had to tap us to talk. We're sitting, we're sitting there, and Javon Holland starts running, and in our head, we're all like, "He's he's about to score!" And just the whole sequence of just a minute before that play, the Jets got a pick six. Then Miami got the ball back, and Miami threw an interception, so the Jets get the ball back, and they. Th- it was just the craziest. Obviously, that play, but those plays all put together. I don't know if I've ever seen three interceptions in a minute in a game that was right before the half. And then I thought Mike McDaniel absolutely stole the show by running full speed towards the tunnel and then stopping and watching the extra point from the tunnel was probably one of the best things I've ever seen a head coach do mid-game. He just looked like he was having more fun than anybody else out there on the field um, watching his guys go out there and compete.
0: I was so happy he brought up Mike McDaniel. And that's coming from a guy who played under the hood, man, for 13 years, a guy that probably could not be more opposite of Mike McDee. So I wanted to get Devin's take on what the Miami head coach brings to his team and how he's able to connect with his guys probably better than anybody else is right now.
1: We all see him as just this like fun, probably easy going, but like they are working hard and they're still going after it. But what I love about Him from watching from the outside in, I think what I would enjoy about being uh, one of his players is he's just himself. Like, he is who he is. He's going out there having fun. He's going out there probably cracking jokes with the guys. I don't know if he even yells much, but if he yells, it's probably a part of just who he is. There's no act or he's not trying to fill this role of what a head coach should be. And I think especially for this generation, I think he connects with all of those guys a lot more than some of these other coaches because – They want to see that. They want to feel like me and my coach aren't that different. Like, I think it's been cool to see how he just brings everybody along with him on the journey. It's not as much of that, you know, him standing at the front of the room, pointing and telling people what to do. It just seems like he just grabs his team and says, hey, let's go on this journey together. Uh, I'll lead the way, but I want everybody's input.
0: Devin is such a pro. I also asked him before he left. I want to get his thoughts on Bacon45, or is it 46 now, or 47. I want to get his thoughts on Tom Brady's recent taking a dump on the current state of the NFL and the quality of play. (laughs) I mean, essentially, if he didn't call it ass, he did say it was mediocre. I said to Devin, is this the new Tom Brady? Are we going to get this version of Tom Brady when he does step into the booth? Is he going to cut it loose? This is what he had to say about that because he knows him as well as anybody.
1: As a player, I think Tom is one of the most thoughtful guys. Of He always considered what he said and, and the impact it was going to have on everybody, not only on the team, but everybody in the whole organization. Like He was always mindful of that. And I'm sure, knowing him, he wants to be prepared. I'm sure he's met with different people. He's talked to execs. He's talked to people who have done TV and media for a long time. I think he knows that a part of doing this job he has to state his opinion. Like, I've I've gotten to know him over a long period of time. He has different tastes and, and thoughts on so many different things, and and I think he's actually going to be pretty good at um, at the job if he does decide to, to take it on and do it. So he's said it in the past before. There's been plenty of times that he's wanted to say something, but he doesn't because he doesn't think that's what was best for the team, whereas now what's best for Tom Brady and his career is going to be, be incredible. Um, I hope it does happen. I, I love when he – goes out there and he gives his takes because he's a guy that's accomplished more than anybody. I think so many people would love to hear his real takes, not just that, you know, that guy's great, you know, he has a bright future, but the different things that he actually sees.
0: This dude is good. Devin gets it. I mean, he nailed it. Say what you want about Tom Brady, and certainly I have because of, well, he's so cheesy and cringy and awkward at times. Just like we drew it up. Because we're not getting what he really thinks. I guarantee that's not who that guy always is. So if he's going to get up there, and certainly it's not my money, I don't give a damn, but if you're going to pay that guy $35 bucks a year, you got to give us something. You know, for the network you work for, for the fans who are watching. Dude, you, to Devin McCordy's point, you've done things that have never been done before. We want to know what makes you tick. We want to know how you think. We want to know what you really think. If that guy shows up in the booth, then he's got my attention. Then I'm all in. But if he's going to show up there and just be there because of name to rip the check, then that's not going to be interesting. Jim, I don't think I that guy's going to be like
1: that. Do, I've already
0: done it. Yeah, but th- then you have that, right? You know, then that's that's manufactured. That's orchestrated. That's not real. That's not authentic. That doesn't play. But if the guy's going to go up there and be legit and tell us what he really thinks and what he really believes. For instance, I have all these things I want to say, but I can't say them because I know it won't be good for the team. Yeah, well, you don't have a team anymore. So let's see. That's a really good episode. 291 of the Jim Rohn Podcast with Devin McCourty. Make a point of checking that out. I think you'll like it. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they'll install them for free. See Veteran drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Stop by today or learn more at OReillyAuto.com. Busy Thursday. My thanks to Marcus Williams of the Ravens back in Hour 1. Jamal Mosley, the head coach of the Orlando Magic, in Hour 2. James Kelly and I both laying the points with the Cowboys tonight. Dallas, minus 9. We had a big head bets. The beef segment was the beef segment. My thanks to the XR4Ti crew. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. See you tomorrow. We're out.